Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God will provide the same amount of support all around the world by sharing the word of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Uplifting and supporting all humanity with Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we provide charitable works to those in need. Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God also provides educational classes. We will provide classes in religion, science, healthcare, dentistry, nutritional guidance, self-sustainability, self-efficiency, and financial literacy. With many other classes that will help spread our message of love to all humanity. We build and provide homes and transportation while making sure all members of Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God will have access to basic necessary living needs such as food, drinking water, shelter, and proper health care. We also have a great focus on influencing our members to be creative and innovative in all fields such as music, performing arts, scientific discoveries. We at Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God will always execute a well thought out and God-led plan to make sure the world is a much better place. With your financial support, we at Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God can continue providing opportunities to the children of God. Thank you and enjoy the show. Merry Christmas, everyone. Today is, of course, December 25th, 2019, and the birth date of our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ. Today is also the 11th birthday for my daughter, Sam. So I want to wish her a very happy birthday and many, many more. Your mom and I love you very much, sweetheart. Before we get started with today's show, I want to be frank with the listeners of Moment of Truth. This may be the last time that you hear us on the radio station here at 1220 AM WHKW. We need you now more than ever, and you can pledge your support several ways. The first is by visiting our website, www.qnibeefarmsassemblyofgod.org. And the second way is by running advertisements for your business to our more than 50,000 weekly listeners. I can guarantee you, you will have more results from advertising with us here at Moment of Truth as opposed to advertising on Facebook and Instagram. I just don't want it to come as a surprise if you no longer hear the biggest and most influential Christian talk show, Moment of Truth, in the year 2020. But if by chance we are back next week, you know that we have received the miracle 
from the Lord, which we needed. Well, today's show, I wanted to take it back to an interview I did with a guy who was given a 20-year prison sentence for a robbery of an undercover police officer. He explained his mind state when he was given that much time at only 18 years old, and he also spoke about life inside prison. So without further ado, here is the interview. Yeah, I pulled a gun out on this person. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you wouldn't mind, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people want to know because want to know why we're talking today. What were the circumstances that led up to you going to prison? I mean, what what happened and what was your what what was your circumstances at the time? Like what was your if you can go back, what was your frame of mind? Like, what were you living like? What type of people were you around? I was only around my cousin, Jared Drake. Me and him, you saw him, you saw me. Had a job. We had a job. That, that's how we were raised. <clears throat> go out and work. But this particular night here, we, you know what I'm saying, we got on a drug. We was on a drug, man, that cocaine. <clears throat> So we was snorting a lot of powder back there, a lot of, and we ran out of money this particular night. So we were like, well, we'll go and, you know, try to hold somebody up. First time doing it. You know, I feel like I'm a good guy. I always have been. Even when I went and pulled this gun on this person, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I felt like, you know what I'm saying, well, I ain't have no bullets in the gun for one thing. So I ain't really come to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not coming to hurt you. I just want to show you this gun and you say, hi, I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? Hold your hands up, whatever you're going to do. And you just give me your money. Give me your money. You know, yes, he was scared. Yes, he seen the gun. I get, I, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, that was the intention, mm-hmm. right? Yes, sir. But I didn't know he was off due to police officer. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, yeah. That was um, and, 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 that was a big. Yeah, that that's that's a big jump from a civilian. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You got a civilian and you got a police officer, he all do is watch his truck. Mm-hmm. Just so happy he have his gun on him. Okay, so we about just close together. I, I don't even think I had the gun halfway up, going coming up his chest, telling him to, you know what I'm saying, give it up. By that time, I seen his gun. what I do? Can't do nothing. I don't have no bullets. I ain't coming here to hurt you, cuz. You know what I'm saying? I that's how I was feeling, you know what I'm saying, at the mm-hmm. time. But by him seeing what I had in my hand, he felt some type of way. You know, and that's quite natural, you know. But at the same time, he pulled his trigger. Mm-hmm. Now I got me one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I know what a bullet feel like. Yes. You know, the man shot me in my chin. 
you know what I'm saying, it went through and came my side of my neck. Mm-hmm. And when you get caught up in the system, it, it's, it's like they, it's set up for failure. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it's set up for you to fail to go back. Mm-hmm. And just keep going back and back and back. First getting there, you're 18, and you 18, realize how much how much time were you sentenced to originally? 20 years. Okay. When you get there, you thinking you 18, you like, I got 20 years. You're not even 20 years old. So yeah. I know it's overwhelming. You, you know when it really caught well really hit me, hit me. And I was like, man, I got 20 years. It was like a year in. Okay. Excuse me. I was sitting on the yard looking at the car fast by. And it just hit me like, man, don't you know you got a 20 year sentence? You know, I still went up in there, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, uh, yo, you know what I'm saying? With the big head. And that would really, I believe that would really got me out of prison. When I was sitting out there that day, and just really realized, man, I turned around, looked at all these guys, and you know what I'm saying? You got a newborn babe out there in the world, uh, your family, and you know, it, it just, it hit me so hard, I couldn't do nothing but go in there and lay on my rack and go to sleep. You know what I'm saying, Carl? When it really hit and sit down on you about that time, 20 years, and you 18, 19 mm-hmm. years old, man, I'll be 40 years old when I get out of prison. Mm-hmm. That's all my time. And that was just for some, you know what I'm saying? You got people that'll kill somebody, that'll actually murder somebody and get a lesser sentence than just what I did, you know what I'm saying? Just try to scare somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They'll get yes, five years sent. But me, I'm just first offense, major offense, young, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like it ought to be some, you know, if a, you can tell a person it's good or not. You see what I'm saying? You can tell if a person gonna do what they supposed to do. And you can tell if a person ain't gonna do what they supposed to. You can really tell that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that prison life, man, it, we just—it's getting filled up, man, and it, and it's more and more us black folks. I'm, I'm gonna say it just like that: black people is filling us up with them, and you know that's the moral. That that that's what they want us at for real. They want us locked up with the keep the other way. Mm-hmm. They want us in the graves. You know what I'm saying? But man, we so man, if if we all get along halfway like the white folks get along with their people, man, do you know what type of world it probably be? It don't take twenty years for somebody that wanna do right. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm. It don't take it, it. It it don't take long at all. So really. what was it like altercations? Yeah, altercations. Yeah, I got fights. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm, I was young. You know what I'm saying? I had a I got 20 years in. 
You know, you, I don't even feel run me over. I can be the nice guy, but at the same time, you ain't gonna run me over. You know? Okay. I'm 18. The only fight, I had a couple of fights, but the first one I ever got into a fight was the guy tried to get my booty. Yeah, he with the with the talk like, cause I don't play like that. I don't know. I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm a grown. I'm a. I, I was a little kid in a grown man world. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But I ain't finna let you take nothing that belongs to me. Was it physical or was he like trying to you know, negotiate it? Talking, you okay, know what I'm saying? Okay. See what this will lead up. No, we, we can't, <laughs> we don't do like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I had the fight. You see what I'm saying? To let him know, hey, I don't play like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't, you know what I'm saying? Now, is, is, is that as rampant as they say in the media? Like they try to portray it like, the homosexuality and all that in prison happened a lot. Is that like rampant or is it just occasionally? Man, they, and them guys gay when they left the street. Okay. Okay. But it ain't nowhere or your family member is up there with you behind the wall. I've seen plenty of guys kissing each other and then go back out there on visitation kissing their wives and you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, uh, like I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? For real? I seen it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. And honk. And then go out there with the old lady. I'm okay. I seen it. But it's, they're a man out here in the street. But when they get up in that way, you don't got family around. They're a whole different. Other. You know what I'm saying? They totally different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you can really know the real ones. You see what I'm saying? That ain't about that. So. Now, where are you? I never asked you. Are you a Are you a Christian? Are you a believer? What Where's your faith? I mean, do you? I go to church. Okay. Okay. Whenever I go to church, I go to church. Uh, I'm a. I guess say I'm a believer. Okay. It's somebody higher than me. Absolutely. It's somebody keeping me straight and keeping me going in the right in, in the right path. Bishop Talbert here. I want to take a second to thank everyone who've been listening to the show so far. Moment of Truth, presented by Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God. But I want to take a brief moment to speak about a story of a young woman who deals with serious issues in her life. Everything from prostitution to low self-esteem, even the addiction of crack cocaine, and a horrendous relationship with her mother. Now, she eventually goes to prison, and it seems like her life will be another young urban life lost to the justice system. But at her lowest point, she gets on her knees and begs Jesus Christ for a reason to believe, and he shows her favor. Now, the name of this story is Misguided Mary. It is a book that was co-wrote along with my beautiful and talented wife, the one and only Queen Bee. You can pick up your copy today on Amazon. Once again, the title of the book is called Misguided Mary, 
and I guarantee you'll love it. You you said you you had a um, you had an infant when you originally yeah, got locked yeah, up. Yeah, she's nineteen. In man. Your door. Now what what is what is your relationship like now as opposed to you know while you were in there? What's the you know what what she really, what was it like like leading up to now? She, when she would come to see me in prison, she cried a lot. When I got out, I always wanted a, a part in my child's life. Always. She at my house right now. She came and stayed with me about two years. You know, I always tell my, my, my wife, you know what I'm saying, let's try to be a little nice to her. You know what I'm saying? Because and I wanted her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't know if that bad or if it's good. You know what I'm saying? Just to be a little lean on it than I supposed to be. Well, that's I I believe, you know, that that's that's natural. You feel like you making up for lost time. Right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So she stayed two years and it was, you know what I'm saying, that's how I would until she wanted a car. Okay. Okay, now that's where I got it. Hey, baby, you can't get no new car. You don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she get mad. Now she can't have her way with this car. She got a driver's license, now she wanted a car. So she called her grandmama. Her grandmama ran down there and picked her up. Okay. And so she went back and stayed with her grandma about three years. Two years. And now she's back at my house. But our relationship is totally better than it ever been. Now we talk a lot more than Oh, that's good. You know, that's good. Uh, we get along a lot better, you know. We, we can, you know what I'm saying? We can actually talk now. Like I say, she's back with me now. You know, I try to teach her the patience, you know, because Yes, that's so, so important. Because it, that's what it is be everything's so fast, you know, sometimes you gotta slow down. Yeah, yeah, like with the with the social media and right. they make you seem like everything happened overnight. Right. But they don't tell you about the grind they put in to even get to that point. That's right. You know, so I grinded since two thousand seven since I've been out of prison. My dad helped me grind. Because one thing my dad always been tough and i respect him a lot for that thank you for listening to my daddy it's time for a final truth today's final truth comes from the book of proverbs 23 9 and it reads speak not to the ears of a fool for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. So many of us Christians confuse what loyalty and love really are. Don't forget, you are only obligated to do the works of one man, and his name is Jesus Christ. Yes, we would all love to have a nice big circle of family and friends, where we can express ourselves and pray together. 
But the reality is Satan wants to destroy us one by one, and he will use everything at his disposal, especially what is near and dear to your heart. So I want everyone under the sound of my voice on this beautiful Christmas evening to take a step back and think about several things. Have you noticed that when speaking to a friend or family member and you tell them how good God has been and has poured unexpected favor in your life, but then they immediately start low-key hating on you or check this out or how about every time you want to give God the glory those same friends and family they will try and bring up something negative from your past like it will stop you from feeling good about what God has brought you through I want everyone to repeat after me. My time is precious. Every moment which I am alive is a blessing. Don't have time to show any fear. And with the Lord's help, I won't utter a word to a fool heading into this brand new year. I definitely would like for you all to write down this final truth, Proverbs 23.9, or you can go back and listen to the podcast. You can check it out on the website, www.qnibeefarmsassemblyofgod. I just want you to soak this up and take it with you into the new year. Whatever it takes for you, for you all to be successful this upcoming year and beyond. Once again, we are still very much looking forward to breaking ground on our state of the art 200 home communities. Each individual home will have a nice size area for gardening. There will also be a centralized community center, which will have a space for exercising, urgent care, dental care, theatrical performances, financial literacy, and more. But we cannot do this alone, so we need your pledge, your financial support right now. Please visit our website, Q-N-I-B-E-E-F-A-R-M-S-A-S-S-E-M-B-L-Y-O-F-G-O-D.org, or give us a call at 1-216-245-7262. We know that this is coming up on the end of the year, and many of you are looking for ways to find and use their end-of-the-year tax credits and all donations and pledges made to Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God are tax deductible. Now this has been another wonderful opportunity to speak with you all this evening. 
And I pray that Jesus Christ will pour an unbelievable amount of favor on your lives headed into the new year. We are entering into a brand new decade with brand new opportunities. So I want you all to remain optimistic about what God has in store. Once again, I'm not sure if we will be back with you or if this is our last episode. If it is, it has been a great pleasure coming to you every single week for the last several months. And we look forward to whatever God has in store for us. But I want to send our love and prayers to our military and first responders, especially those that are serving overseas that can't be home with their families. We thank you all for listening. Now you all go enjoy the rest of your evening with your beautiful and lovely families. And you all have a blessed night.